the people who are, you know, wherever, if you're renting a house or your mortgage company is like working with you with your payments and you're, there's plenty of um, organizations out there that are giving out food for you. So you don't have to, you and your family don't have to go hungry and you still have your health and you still walk around. Your car might already be paid off for, so there's one less bill you have to worry about. Uh, you can still get up and exercise and all that stuff. So, and then, because there's still people who may not have either of that. They may not have a job or a car or the health to, you know, just go out and just be with you, be able to be with your family like some of us are. So you just have to see the positive side of everything. Just be optimistic about um, any situation that's going on. But, um, yeah, so we're going to talk a lot about that. And um, I wanted to kind of chime in on that. One of the positive things that you can uh, kind of look at is I may not have a job, I may not have a, a car, but with a lot of your creditors working with you, you can kind of use this time to do things with your life that you were kind of afraid to do when mm -hmm. you were working a full-time job. Definitely. And this is the day of social media, so you can get a lot done via social media. Yeah. Internet. Definitely, and that I don't know how I skipped over that and went into it. That's what I was talking about, DeAndre, the other day because um, he is a trainer with football and he had a full time job also. So, with him being furloughed, he has so much more time to put into his own business and, and perfect his own craft. And now, he we thought you know it's gonna be kind of a struggle. We are working on one income. He's making almost the same he was with his full time right. with what he's doing, and he's perfecting his own craft, putting his own name out there, getting his brand going. And so that's a blessing right there. Cause once once everything start back up, you'll have even more clients. You already know how you're gonna do everything because you had all this time to you know set up your layout. So really, I mean, this can be more perfect. And then. Um, I don't know this to be true, but you're probably using less hours in, t in the day to do that as opposed to you working your full-time job. Exactly, exactly. So then you have time to even rest in between as right. opposed to you spend doing your full-time in that. And yeah, now you got time to rest and spend time with your family and get stuff done around the house. So a lot of times this, I mean, this I time right here is as perfect as ever, as ever. Cassidy. <laughs> It's Mother's Day. We got all the kids here. We got Cassidy. Say hi, Cassidy. Oh, now you don't understand. These came in as for Apple. <laughs> and Makai, he's here. He's so quiet. He's doing great. But, um, yeah, so I think. And, okay, so with that being said, because there's like a big debate about this on social media. How do you feel about the people who are kind of bashing people who just want rest out of this? They're like, if you're not coming out of here with this big business and all your goals accomplished, then you're doing it wrong. So how do you feel well, about that? Well, you can look at it one of two ways. Because some people work hard and that's all they do mm -hmm. is work, work, work. And they have no time to get a mental rest. Forget about physical but Maybe. sometimes people need to rest mentally. I have, it's been so many years since I've taken a nap. <laughs> and I've been able to rest a little bit. Like I said, sometimes yeah. you need that mental rest. Yeah, that, that mental break is really what you need. Um, when we first started with the lockdown, it was like um, trying to figure everything out. And we was at home for a couple of days. Um, like I really enjoyed it. Everybody was complaining like early on. I'm like, I don't know why they complain. I'm at home, I'm chilling. I'm getting a lot done. I organized everything. I painted my bathroom <laughs> and did all this stuff. And then like last week, I'm like, okay, it's over. Game over. It's time to go back to normal. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, yo, this is this is for the birds. But that was like two months out. Everybody was complaining like the second week. Like, y'all can't just chill in the house for a second. You ain't seen your kids. Yeah, they be at school all day. And, you know, I'm sure you have something to do around the house. Get your house together. A lot of people have, uh, I guess, trouble spending time with themselves because then they start to realize, you know, things that may need, yeah. they may need to change or do. Yeah. And not even just themselves, I guess, with their kids, their spouse, because right. they ain't around nobody that long. They're like, yo, you talk that much? <laughs> right. <laughs> Or this is how, like you do your homework that slow? Come on, let's see what your teacher be talking about. So yeah, I, I read that somewhere too. That's what. Um, matter of fact, I think it was some therapists or something were talking about that and how to cope with that because you're not with these people that long. Right. Even though you live in the house together, yeah. people be around each other like three hours you, max. You've married to somebody for twenty years, but you have never spent twenty four exactly. hours with them a day. Not even twenty four hours. How much is? 24 times, how long have Right. <laughs> I have like four off days, so 24 times four. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that I, I, I understand it now. After two months went by, I'm like, okay, something else, new environment, something. Can we walk around Atlantic Station, something. Speaking of like Atlantic Station, so Atlanta opened back up. Yes. And, and all the stores are like slowly but surely opening back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that was too soon? I I personally don't think it was too soon. I think, for one, it's time to go back to normal. Um, people are having mental breakdowns. People are losing their homes, their jobs. I just think that we probably need to do, not probably, but we need to do what we always should have been doing. Wiping stuff down and disinfecting and washing our hands. Yeah. That's just something that should just be done. Yeah. Regardless. It should be. But I think it's time to get back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can agree with that. Um, and I think probably like how Atlanta's doing now, just slowly but surely and making sure you have all these procedures and precautions or whatever, you know, procedures in order um to make it as healthy and as safe as possible. I get you know, without like overdoing it. Because there's there's no way you can have six feet apart in a classroom with 30 kids. But there's also no way you can cut classroom sizes in half or in into a quarter either. So, you know, making the adjustments that make sense and that's going to work. So I wonder how that's going how, how to take place come August. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, like, they're really trying to think through because August will be here before you know it. It's about to be the end of May, and May just started. So that's really going to be something they'll have to think through. Um, but like you said, a lot of this stuff we should have been doing, companies, schools should have been doing already. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of already, some companies and stores are not doing this stuff still. Right. <laughs> Dollar Tree. McDonald's. <laughs> so, like, we went somewhere and I was like, I can't drink that because they gave us the cup. Like, they always give us a cup and they never should give nobody a cup with their hand on top of the right. cup, handing it. Like, why would I want to drink it now? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not drinking off the lid, but, you know, still. Well, I um, I hate to say that I went to Mickey D's the other day. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> but I went and the cashier had on a glove. It was it looked like one of the gloves they catch with the football. Oh. And it had holes in it and it was dirty. Oh, well, that doesn't count. It doesn't count as... 
has any sort of precaution. It's right. dirty and it has holes in it. It's but, not saving them or anybody but else. But just stuff like that. Um, it's just being sanitary and, yeah. you know, when you're serving the public. Yeah, Makai, I said the same thing. He agrees. <laughs> and with serving the public, I mean, you would think they know better, but I mean, just like any, they're just regular old people working right. at places just like we are, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the president of the company need to keep sliding through there or something. I was at Popeye's yesterday, mm-hmm. and I just heard, I guess it was the manager just screaming to all the employees, that's the president of the company. He's coming through. He's driving through. He's parking. That's the president of the company. And then the girl was like, um, Shanika need to go put her gloves on. I'm like, whoa, she doesn't have any gloves on already? Exactly. <laughs> but like you said, that's all the things they're telling us to do are things that we should have been doing in the yeah. beginning. And it'll cut down on a lot of different diseases. Forget corona, but... Yeah, so any old thing. Because nobody... I don't really want the cold or the right. flu from any... You know, catching it from anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really help if it's coming from my environment too much. Well, I can if it's sanitized right. to, enough. It'll slow it down, slow it, you know, slow it down from coming to me. But I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I think everywhere can open up. You just gotta play it safe. You know, it's sanitized. Cause so you, we're gonna be closed forever. Well, sounds like they're trying to do I that. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what do you think is going to happen, like as far as the economy, if we don't get back? Like, what is your view? That is one of the reasons why I believe the governor went ahead and opened it up right. as quickly mm-hmm. as he did. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it possibly could be. I mean, some things, some like where we work, like it's a service. It's a, it's a physical public service. Right. We can't necessarily generate revenue by turning it into a virtual thing. I mean, we could. But a lot of people come there because it's like, you know, you're physically right. being around people mm-hmm. and, 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 and using physical, tangible, like, yeah, services. it's, tan- yeah. So, you know, some people won't suffer in it because a lot of things they like, if I, cause what I'm doing right now, I'm, what I'm trying to do is complete the second half of this adult book that I'm writing. And I mean, I could just generate revenue. I don't have to go nowhere to get it published or anything. I submit all my stuff to the publishing company and they put it out in print and people could order it right off of Amazon or Barnes and Noble. So I don't have to go anywhere. Any us being on shutdown forever. I mean, I could just make a bunch of books, but I mean, how much money could you possibly make? But then you, have to, you have the people have to have the money to actually be able to purchase the books. Yeah, exactly. If nobody's working, how can they do that? Even with even with a service like that. So yeah, we're gonna have. To, I don't see any other way around it. Honestly, I've lived here for I don't know how they do it anywhere else, but I don't see it working any other way. Um, if you all are going to any of these businesses and they're not following the proper protocols and they're not making the cut, they're not cutting down how many customers in the store or if they're still being very unsanitized as they were doing before Mm -hmm. the coronavirus and you live in the Atlanta area, feel free to report them to 311. I was actually on the city council chat the other day or something. They were doing a, you know, like a phone conference and they were saying like, you know, if you have any complaints about anything, just feel free to report to 311. So I'm glad I heard that because I need to know because McDonald's is about to go down. Um, also, the governor's office also has a complaint line. So you can go, I think it's Kemp. 
gov or something, just you can Google Governor Kemp and they have a um, line where you can go either call or online and complain about a business that's not being sanitary. Or sacred, you know, whatever. So, and if you live anywhere else, I'm sure the same thing goes. Contact your governor's office. And because, I mean, with the corona or with whatever is going on, there's no reason that organization and businesses that you're spending your hard-earned money with should be putting you more at risk by shopping with them. I mean, you're more at risk going in the store than you are just walking outside, and that shouldn't be the case. So, yeah, and speaking of being in the store and the protocols and stuff, so as everyone knows, even though no one can possibly know the number of feet you should be away from someone, but right now they're telling us it should be six feet. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I should be in a store and the lady and her child behind me, I can touch them by just turning and I can touch her with my shoulder. Like, why is she that close to me with or without the coronavirus? Oh, I me. don't know. Excuse me, six feet. So, you know, just be cautious of others, you know, be nice out there. Don't put anybody at risk. Even if you don't believe that there's a virus, whatever it is, I don't want your cooties. You know, give me a little personal space. Even if without the corona. Yeah, without anything. A lot of people are saying the coronavirus, the coronavirus. But a lot of these things we need to be doing to prevent other things. Tuberculosis, you know, TB is in the air way before the coronavirus came. So we want to always give somebody their personal space. Yeah, or whatever it is. Clean your hands. Don't cough on another person or in the air. Because even if if the, the stuff coming out of your mouth and nose when you sneeze and cough didn't have germs in it, I'm pretty sure I still don't want it on me. (laughs) So please keep that in mind. Okay. Being said, I'm sure y'all can agree anyway. And okay. But anyway, with that being said, um, we're going to go into some final words here. Um, So we're going to start off with my guest. Any final words? Yes, I just wanted to um, just let everyone know that, uh, and this is just my belief, that fear and faith does not go well together. I know I'm, I'm a free thinker, so I like to, I'll hear what you have to say, but I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to kind of dissect it. Um, but there's some people who, if someone tells them something, whether it's the preacher, the governor, whoever, the mayor, their partner, that's where they go with, you know, as far as Corona or any other thing. But really, I'm talking about the Corona right now. The government told them to wear masks. They have to wear masks. The government says wear gloves. They wear gloves. The government say take them off. They take them off. But some people, you know, they just so kind of like one tracked. And yeah, like they, sheep. Right. That's they're they're, they're not like, like kind of using their own thoughts or thinking. You know, they're going strictly on what and. I'm the kind of believer, um, nothing happens by mistake. Nothing just accidentally happens. God, your higher power, whatever you believe in or don't believe in, made it happen for a reason. So, you know, we got to kind of back up off of it, lean a little bit more on your faith as opposed to the fear of the unknown. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. People are afraid of the unknown. If you can believe in the unseen, because I haven't seen God. I haven't seen him. I've seen his work, you know, like maybe mentally or spiritually, but I haven't physically seen him. So if you can believe in the unseen, don't be so scared of the unknown. 
You know, just lean a little bit on your faith. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, how can you get anything done if you don't? And that ties back in. See, boom, we done tied them both back in. Don't let your nightmares stop you from dreaming. Exactly. Because you're not going to get nowhere with that. So those were perfect final words to wrap up. This fourth episode in Power Series Podcast. So glad to bring you guys back with another podcast. I'm going to try my best since we have this little time to get more podcasts out um, to you all. And remember, if you have anything that you need advice on or if you want us to read one of your empowering stories, feel free to email us at M, M like Mary, Podcast at gmail.com. Peace and blessings. See you next time.